Hello, and welcome to Unstable Universes, the podcast where we ruin two of your favorite fandoms at once. I'm Evan Rowell. And I'm Alana Hopper. Welcome to the very first episode of Unstable Universes. Yep, so to explain how these episodes are usually going to go, we're going to read the fan fictions that we wrote based on prompts from the previous week, and then we're going to bring about the new prompts for the next week. That's right. So, we have created a generator of random fandoms, and they are put out in pairs, so they're tandem. tandem. (laughs) So, every week, we are going to create a random crossover uh, in our segment that we call Random Tandem Fandoms. Very creative. Um, (laughs) It also gives us... (laughs) A tag that we have to incorporate into our fanfics that we write based on that crossover. Yeah. The tag can be anything from a genre to some kind of extra thing that we need to include in the fic. And it's going to basically affect the two crossovers, make them a little bit more interesting. That's right. So, normally we would just start with reading the fanfic that we wrote from last week's prompt. But... Since there was no episode last week, um, we can't do that. So we have to start off this episode with random tandem fandoms uh, and get our prompt, our crossover, and then we'll pause, we'll write it, we'll read the fan fictions, and then after that, we'll do random tandem fandoms again for next week. You lucky listeners get an episode and a half this week. That's right. Two random tandem fandoms. Two... That's right, count them. One The and most two. that will ever happen That's, in one episode. It's true. It's never going to happen again, folks, so... Uh, Enjoy it while it lasts. Yes. Yeah. And with that said, let's hit that button. Are you ready? Drum roll. For our first official Random Tandem Fandom? All right. Okay, this is a good one. Yeah. So, we have our first fandom, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Our second fandom... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and our tag is Battle Royale. Now, to be perfectly honest, I don't think I've ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Do you know what vampires are? Yeah. Do you know what a vampire slayer is? Yeah. Okay, imagine she's a teenage girl. I know that she sleeps and... with Spike, who's a vampire. Yeah, I actually haven't finished. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did no. I just spoil it? No. <laughs> um, I've watched, like, the first... Four seasons? Okay. Um, I was worried I'd spoiled something with the one fact I know about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There was an episode where they magically fell in love and everyone hated it. Okay. I've seen the episode where they can't talk. Like, their voices get taken Um, away. My personal favorite episode is in season one when three of their classmates get their their bodies uh, taken over by the souls of three evil hyenas from the zoo. Evil hyenas? Kind of like Lion King? Kind of, but in high school student bodies. Oh, I like that. And I like that a lot. figure out how to get it back. Do they just laugh a lot? It's very strange. I highly recommend the episode. <laughs> it is terrible. Okay. But highly entertaining. So, that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's a teenage girl who has also been tasked with slaying vampires and saving the world. And she has her uh, mentor who is the school librarian named Giles. Uh, Her best friend, uh, Willow, 
who eventually becomes a witch and gay. Oh. Um, and her friend Xander, who is kind of just a regular Joe who isn't very good at anything. Okay, he's he's the Styles. Yeah. He's Teen Wolf Styles of kind the of. Buffy the Vampire Slayer universe. He's got universe. a cool name. He doesn't really do much. That's about it. That's Xander. Okay. Eventually, he, like, starts dating a demon. Okay, so he gets something. He gets something eventually. Uh, he's an interesting guy. So, that's Buffy. Second fandom, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I know think, a bit about this. Uh, they're heroes in a half shell. They eat pizza. They love pizza. They're they skateboard? Tur- yeah. Mikey does. I don't know about the rest of them. I okay. guess all of them do. Uh, but... I spelled teenage wrong, if you actually look. It's teen Teen sage. I'll have to fix that. Um, But yeah, the name kind of is self-explanatory. They're teenagers, they're mutants, they're ninjas, and they're turtles. Yeah. There's four of them. They're named after painters. Yep. Can you name all of them? Donatello. Uh Uh-huh. Michelangelo. (laughs) Yep. Raphael. Uh Uh-huh. Leonardo. Yeah. Damn. Do you remember their, their master's name? He's a rat. Splinter? Yeah, Splinter. And then the bad guy's Slicer. Close. Shredder. Shredder. I was close. Yeah. Shredder. Same same sort of action, just a different word for it. And then Megan Fox is there. Yes, of course. April O'Neil. April O'Neil. She's a reporter. Yeah. Not a pizza girl. No. Who's the pizza girl? (laughs) Is there no pizza girl? No. Okay. In the second movie from the 90s, uh... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze, there's a pizza boy. Oh, no. I can't remember his name, though. He's a ninja as well, of course. Holy. So, yeah, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're teenagers that are turtles and they fight. Yep. And then Battle Royale. So, think Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, but Asian Hunger Games. Yeah. So, everyone's going to become Asian for this. If you want to take it that way, please feel I don't free. think so. Probably not. But basically, they're put in an arena or an island or something, and only one person can make it out alive. So you gotta, you gotta be that person. I honestly don't know who'd win between well, Buffy. But there are four. It depends if the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are a group against Buffy or if they're against themselves as well. Because the inner conflict could ruin them. It's true. I believe usually a battle royale is... One-on-one. Everyone for themselves. But there could be a team-based one, because you could make a Buffy team pretty easily. You got Buffy. You got... Spike. Spike. You got uh, Angel, who was her boyfriend in season two, Mm -hmm. who's a vampire. And then he left because he loved her too much or something. Mm. He wanted to turn into a vampire. It's a storyline. He got his own show. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I guess Willow, she's a witch. She probably can do stuff. Yeah. And then, if you take from that episode, the Halloween episode from, I can't remember what season, maybe three or four, um, whatever they're dressed up as for their Halloween costume, they become that. Oh my god, it's like that That's So Raven episode where they turn into the cow. Yeah. Because they dressed up as a cow. That was a good one. Yeah, so it's like that, but Xander's dressed up as a soldier, so he's actually very good at war war tactics. Oh, okay. I think he might actually hold on to those, maybe, so maybe that's how he's useful in okay. the show. But, but I don't know if it's enough to defeat a ninja turtle. They have shells. It's true. They have, like, full body armor. 
Yeah, you gotta go headshots only. Yeah. And Buffy has spikes. Like, wooden stakes. And, yeah. and spike. I don't know. But I spike... think my I think my bed is on the on the turtles. Well, we'll have to uh, write it and find out. So One has we're... swords, though, right? Yeah. There's swords, there's size, there's, there's the bow. The bow staff, and the nunchucks. And nunchucks. Yeah. Nunchucks wouldn't really do much. No, probably the not. The bow could fuck someone up. The size don't do too much either. I mean... I guess stabbing, but other than that, they're not that useful. I guess it depends on whether the psi counts as a stake for killing vampires. Oh. Because you could sharpen the bow staff into... into That's true. Into a, into a stake. And then it's still kind of long range. Like, you don't have yeah. to get too close. You got, like, a five-foot reach. Yeah. Well... These will be ideas that we can explore in our fix. So yeah. for you guys, it'll be a split second. We'll be right back and you'll get to hear us read our fan fix. For us, we actually have to write the thing. So it's probably going to be two a, hours, a couple hours is my guess. So stay tuned. And we're back. We are back. It's been a while. It's been quite a while. It's been a couple hours. It's been a second for you. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we took, it was closer to two hours. Yeah, this you is, wrote. Usually, I, I said two hours, but I didn't fair. actually think it would take two hours. Whoops. Well, oh, well. Usually we'll give ourselves the full week yeah. to write, but it's only because, you know, this is a special episode and we've got to do an episode and a half that we only gave ourselves a couple hours. Yeah, that we're rushing this. Yeah. So maybe quality will be better in the future. Probably not. Oh, no. But it might actually get read more than once. I didn't read mine over at all. Neither did I. Okay. So, like, some things might not make sense at all. Nothing's gonna make sense. But that's fine. So, we are... We have written our stories. We each wrote a story. Now we're gonna read each other's. Yeah. So... We flip the coin. Yes. Evans is getting read first. That's right. That means Alana's the reader. That means you get to listen to my lovely voice for the next... 1,376 words. All right. Let's... Are we ready to start? Do we have a title for this? What's the working title, Evan? Uh, oh, <laughs> man, you know I'm terrible at this. <laughs> um, the title of this is Sunnydale versus New York City. Oh. Because Buffy's from Sunnydale. That sounds like such a lovely place for a place inhabited by demons. It's a hellmouth. Oh, I have a hellmouth too. Okay, that's a personal fact. But yeah, it's called Sunnydale versus New York City. Okay, let's begin. The platforms began to raise, finally letting some light shine into the small tube Spike had been placed in. God only knows how long ago. It must have been days judging by how hungry he was. He recoiled at the feeling of sun rays burning his skin, throwing his long leather duster over his head, huddled under the jacket. He noticed a shiny object on the ground. He reached out carefully, being sure to keep his hand in the shadows. A bloody sword? A little old-fashioned, even for my taste, Spike muttered as he examined the weapon. The cold steel was nearly three feet long, coming to a sharp point. The handle was simple leather, wrapped and made for a two-handed swing. The platform stopped with the grinding of gears. Spike peered out from under the protection of his duster. Standing on similar platforms were nine others, some familiar, others completely aliened him. To his left, he saw Buffy, Willow, Xander, and Angel, who was also struggling to stay out of direct sunlight under a circular shield. 
Uh, can I just say, it's really terrible to hear your own writing <laughs> <laughs> read out loud. I like that the sword is already bloody. Well, it's just a British thing. It's not actually Oh, bloody. oh! A bloody sword! There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay, I thought it was legitimately bloody. That makes more sense. To his right, however, were five strange creatures. He had seen a whole gambit of demons and monsters, but these were entirely new to his eyes. Four of them stood tall. Nearly tall feet. Seven feet. Whoops. <laughs> nearly tall feet with okay. skin of a deep and rich green. They appeared to be nude, except for hard turtle-like shells on their torsos and colored bandanas over their eyes. The fifth was dwarfed by the others, barely four feet tall with his hunched back. This one was covered in gray-brown fur and wearing a tattered robe. He looked around at his surroundings. The ten of them were standing on platforms in a circle. Each were about twenty feet apart, give or take. There were plenty of trees surrounding them, thankfully, so he could make it out of the sun without burning up. Oi, Goldilocks, these <laughs> friends of yours, Spike called out to Buffy. They're butt ugly. <laughs> Is this how Spike talks in the TV show? No. Okay. He, he has called her Goldilocks before. Okay. But, no, not butt ugly. Okay. He could see Buffy turn to him and open her mouth to respond, but a blaring voice came over on an unseen speaker. We're finally ready, ladies and gentlemen. Our contestants are armed and ready to go. Two teams enter, but only one leaves. On your marks, get set, go. Okay, he's saying that they're already armed, yeah. but Xander is not armed. You're was it Xander? Out. Who was the one with the shield? Uh, Angel. Angel had, Angel had a shield. That's like a weapon. That's not a weapon it's at all. Captain America. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> not that he ever uses it like that, but... <laughs> the four giant green beasts looked around at each other, and then to the small gray one who solemnly nodded, and then back to each other. They shrugged, and the one wearing the orange mask yelled, Cowabunga! And then they began to charge, weapons drawn. I'm surprised you spelled Cowabunga with a K. I spelled it with a C, well, like cows. Whoops. I don't know what's correct, though. I mean, I'm pretty sure that says it's wrong, so... Yeah, but mine says it's wrong, too. Okay, well... Maybe... I don't think cowabunga's a word. <sighs> Whoops. Spike took the charging monsters as a cue to make his exit, and he took off sprinting for the forest. What a little bitch. Spike is very self-interested. Okay. He wants to make it out alive. He hadn't yet reached the tree line before he heard the familiar clashing of metal on metal. He turned back, still running at full speed, and saw his friends had rushed forward to face the monstrosities at the center of the circle. Even Angel, who had to keep the shield between himself and the sun, rather than in the way of his enemy. Why is Spike such a little bitch? Because he's a little bitch. Okay. Spike looked down at the sword he held in both hands. The blade gleamed at the light that could so easily end his extremely long life. <laughs> oh hell, I guess I have to be the hero. Again, Spike murmured as he pulled a U-turn. <laughs> Rather than a three-pointer, you know? <laughs> no, no three-pointer. Just a Yui. Heading back towards the fray. Buffy was fighting the blue-masked one. Both combatants were shouting orders at their respective friends. So the blue bloke must be their leader, he thought. I Buffy just, seems to be handling it okay. I just realized that I said they were shouting instructions, but they never actually do. 
Angel, despite his handicap, was taking on the orange and purple ones. His shield was held aloft to block the sun as the two monsters bore down on him. The purple one wielded a staff that had been sharpened to a point. He poked and prodded towards Angel. The orange one whipped around nunchucks, landing fast and light blows. <laughs> fast but light. Not really doing anything no, except annoying really him. Much. To Angel's head and torso. Angel was retreating slowly, hissing, the transformation of his vampire face, shortly giving the two monsters pause. It sounds dumb, but that's what they call it in the show, apparently. Yeah, I have According a, to the wiki. I have a big problem with that. That's vampire a, face. It's a dumb name. Also known as Second Face. They should say, you go V. (laughs) (laughs) I think that'd be cool, actually. put that in your story. (laughs) Xander fought as bravely as he could. The memories of being a soldier that one Halloween were the only thing saving him from being long gone. Whoever orchestrated this had given him a bow and arrow, which he could fire with low accuracy at best. He shot at the great thing. How can you disrespect my man like that? You put him in. The great thing. Oh, Splinter. That's your Xander. No. They're all just referred to as the color thing or color one. Yeah, I just kept saying, like, the purple guy. Yeah, they wouldn't know their names. Yeah. Never coming particularly close, but it stopped the thing from advancing. Willow's magic was holding back the red one quite handily. He had never seen her use any offensive spells before, so it was truly fascinating. (laughs) He picked up the red masked creature with a tornado. Oh, she picked up the red masked creature with a tornado and flung him into the gray thing. (laughs) She followed up with a blast of fire, singing, singeing. It says singing, but singeing. Is that spelled differently? No, I assume so. It must be. The gray one's fur. Oh, come on, Will. I had that one. Xander shouted. Spike considered his options. Angel needed the most help, but he was also the most significant oh, threat. Oh, shit. Sh- sh- <laughs> I forgot. I wrote that and then changed it. It was going to originally be true battle royale, everybody for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um... So, he was considering, like, who was eventually going to be his enemy. Okay. But then I changed it because I got lazy and didn't want to kill every character off. Yeah, we also ran out of time. Yeah. So, skip that paragraph. Okay. So, Spike headed for the red and gray ones, struggling to stand back up after the hard collision. Righto! I'm afraid this is curtains for you, Lot. He smirked. What? Okay. British. Authentic Britishness. <laughs> he smirked as he lunged forward with the sword. He felt the blade bite into furry flesh and the scent of blood washed over him. The blood reminded him of the days he spent unable to hurt a living soul, of the days of stale animal blood he had to feed on. Truly unappealing. But he was ever so hungry, so he dove in. Master Splinter, no! You foot bastard! <laughs> The red one screamed in rage. His first sigh plunged down, piercing Spike's duster and into his back. The other followed, poking another hole in the jacket and skin of the vampire. Spike looked looked recoiled in pain, having to to stop his feeding to deal with this annoyance. Can I say I totally forgot that vampires would, like, have a want to feed? There's no feeding in my story whatsoever, but it would make a lot of sense. That's fine. Oh, well. But by the time he stood to fast the monstrosity, an arrow had appeared through its throat. From a distance, he heard the cheers of Xander and Willow. Spike looked at the two fresh corpses. They didn't proof... 
They didn't poof to dust like demons and vampires usually did after they were killed. Before Spike could truly consider the implications, he realized the searing pain in his back. The holes in his duster were letting the sun in, making it nearly useless. Spike knew this had to end quickly before he became nothing more than a small pile of British ash. That's also when I realized I had to end it quickly because we were running out of time. (laughs) Okay. He surveyed the battlefield. Buffy and the blue one were still locked in mortal combat. Angel had dispatched the orange one, ripping the shell from its back and to use it as another shield from the sun. Gross. Xander and Willow had rushed over to help. Wait, so does Angel take the shell off and then, like, wear it like a turtle would? I just imagined he, like, ripped the back off, so he was, like, holding two shields. Holding it, okay. But it's I guess not he like, could wear it. He could wear it, that's I guess. Pretty, that's cute. I think it'd be cute. It'd be like a cute little fashion accessory. Yeah, let's say that. Okay. I like that more. Xander and Willow had rushed over to help, the purple one now surrounded by his three friends. Its staff seemed more useless than a toothpick at this point. Spike pulled a sword from the gray rat beast and licked it clean. The blue one next then, he thought. He moved quickly but silently, his face still transforming into his vampire visage. Ha! I'm like some sort of mutant ninja! Ooh! That's what I was laughing at. That's when I was like, this isn't funny, I should add in a joke. That's what I wrote. That was your joke? Yeah. It's like he's a mutant ninja. Yeah. Hilarious. Classic comedy. He came up behind the blue monster and leapt onto its back. His sharp teeth dug into its thick, leathery green skin. With a scream, it dropped one of its swords and reached back to pull him off. It yanked and tugged, but Spike was firmly attached to the thing's neck. With it so distracted, Buffy moved in for the kill, planting her stake in the other side of the abomination. Spike withdrew from the dead fiend. "'You're welcome, love,' he said with a wink." The only one enemy left standing, the Scooby gang surrounded the purple monster. It was so easy to overcome, Spike almost pitied it. This is sad. As the last demon fell, the platforms they had arrived on began to lower. Each of the gang stepped onto the one which they had started. Finally able to remove his tattered duster from his head as he was being lowered, Spike heard the announcer's voice return. "'Your new champions, folks!' They'll be back next week with a new set of challenges. Tune in to see who or what they'll face. Only on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have nothing against NBC. It's just the first channel I thought of. That's a, that's a good ending. I must say, that's a good ending. It's a, it's a TV show. Oh. It's like The Hunger Games. Yeah. But legally distinct. That's a way better ending than mine. I can't wait to You're going to be really disappointed with mine. Mine's, like, trying to be a joke, but not at all funny. That's my favorite kind of comedy. <laughs> hmm, what would be the title of mine? Yeah, I need a title, please. Buffy Gets Wrecked. Ooh. Does this get scandalous, guys? They're naked. Uh-oh. It's giving me the, like, loading wheel when I was just trying to... <laughs> Scroll? It's an old <laughs> Alright, so this is Buffy Gets Wrecked by Alana. Buffy grabbed another handful of the thick black mud to rub on Spike's back. Quickly, mate, before the sun rises, said Spike. He was also creating a thick mud layer over his skin to block the sunlight. Close by, a naked and hunched over willow was doing the same thing to Angel. 
I can't believe the people running this thing gave us so many weapons, but not even a loincloth <laughs> to cover my private bits, she complained. It's fine. If we're naked, that means everyone else is too. It'll be easier to defeat them in hand-to-hand combat, <laughs> replied Buffy. Little did this group know that their adversaries wouldn't need clothes, because they had something much, much better. Do you like my little comments? <laughs> Fantastic. Not really in anyone's point of view, just there. Omniscient narrator. Yep. There you go. But only sometimes. Only sometimes. Uh, the group moved on from their campsite, the thick layer of mud working well to block the sunlight from Angel and Spike's sensitive skin. Armed with several wooden stakes and her trusty scythe... <laughs> That's what it said in the Wikipedia. Alright. Wikipedia told me she had a scythe. Alright. That was the only thing under weapons. That and the vampire slaying kit. Okay. <laughs> Armed with several wooden stakes and her trusty scythe, Buffy felt confident walking into battle. We kill these guys, win the prize money, and go on a cruise, Willow repeated their plan aloud. Angel and Buffy nodded in agreement. Spike was still a little unsure how much he would be able to enjoy a cruise when he couldn't go out in the sun. That's fair. Movement through the dense forest was slow and painful for the shoeless group. Their sensitive feet weren't used to so many rocks and twigs, but the map showed the battle clearing to be just a few hundred yards further. Yards? What the fuck? When was the last time you measured something in a yard? Never. I don't know how long a yard is, but I think that a few hundred isn't that long. It's bigger than a foot, but smaller than a meter. That's all I know. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. That that makes sense. Yeah. That's fine in the context. Sunlight began filtering more and more through the once heavy tree canopy, testing the dried mud covering the bodies of the two boys. So far, it was working. The ragtag group of fighters stopped at the edge of the clearing. Is everyone ready? Buffy asked. Let's just get this over with slutty the vampire slayer, said Spike in his maybe usually womanizing way. <laughs> he told me he says that. Yeah, he did. That was... And so I tried to work it in, but I wasn't sure if he was a womanizer or not, so I included the word maybe. <laughs> maybe he's a womanizer. I don't know. That's I'm not going to tell you. I like how you decided to focus on the one you know nothing about <laughs> when you kind of know stuff about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, well. It was a strong choice. Thank you. Buffy covered her nipples defensively and stepped onto the soft ground of the clearing. The sunlight felt wonderful on her bare skin, and she was suddenly enveloped in the sweet smell of lilac blossoms. <laughs> her eyes drifted shut in ecstasy as her arms relaxed, allowing her small nipples... <laughs> Pardon me. Her eyes drifted shut in ecstasy as her arms relaxed, allowing her small nipples to enjoy the warmth of the sun as well. Looking behind her, she noticed the strange clearing seemed to be having a similar effect on her best friend and her two Tinder boys. <laughs> Didn't they date? Aren't they Tinder boys? I think this was before Tinder existed, <laughs> generally. Yeah, but you understand what I mean by a Tinder boy. Like... A boyfriend? Replaceable. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess... Angel leaves and then... Like, yeah. she doesn't end up with either of them, right? I don't know. I've, I told you, I haven't seen the whole show. <laughs> no. I hope she doesn't end up with Spike. That would make him not a Tinder boy. I can't remember the last time I felt the warmth of the sun, Angel sighed, fully content. 
Uh, guys? Willow called from several feet away. We have company. And indeed, the mismatched group of beings did have company. A very matched group of beings had wandered into the clearing. Willow probably would never have noticed the other group if it had not been for their brightly colored bands they wore around their eyes to hide their identities. (laughs) Their skin was green and easily camouflaged into the forest behind them. But luckily for Willow and her friends, this other group only had a turtle's capacity to think and a teenager's strong desire to look cool. It's true. Oh shit, Spike yelled. Hey, don't swear, called one of the green fellows. <laughs> yeah, let's keep this rated E for everyone, another called. I was gonna say PG, but I couldn't remember PG, Parental so I guidance. said... Yeah, but it's like, I couldn't remember the term. Oh. I was like, what is the movie rating term? So I just said E for everyone, because I could remember that. Buffy took in the four figures standing across the field. Each had a different weapon, and from the build of their bodies, she could tell they were all specialized. (laughs) And the armor! Their backs were covered with a large bone shield. A shell. Yep. And their skin looked almost leather-like. Buffy knew there was no way a simple wooden stake would pierce anywhere on their body. Willow, you and I will incapacitate them. Then Spike and Angel can go in for the bite. We can let the sun finish them off, Buffy yelled. Angel screamed like a little bitch. They're creating stakes! (laughs) See, at this point I figured, okay, Buffy's had time to size them up. They must have had time to size the other group up. Seeing that they were vampires. Of course. And so now they're creating stakes. All eyes landed on the green boys. (laughs) They were using a large pencil sharpener (laughs) to turn the purple boy's staff into a very long stake. We had the same idea. Yeah, it was good. The nunchucks of the orange one had been sharpened as well into what Spike could only describe as an evil spinning double stake. (laughs) The orange one saw Spike staring. Cowabunga, dude. He called giving Spike a three-fingered wave. The bottom of Spike's stomach dropped out in fear of this Emerald Man's savageness. (laughs) Emerald Man's savageness is actually my favorite band. That'd be a really good band. Willow walked to the center of the field with Buff close by her side. (laughs) She was prepared to send the first hit when the running began. All four speedy green demon barreled towards her. There's only one. Oh, three. Pluralized demon. Oops. Trying my best. Pew pew went her magic spells, slowing down the onslaught. Buffy hauled ass and jump kicked the one, the red one in the face, knocking him down. She pulled out the scythe from where? She's naked. She was holding it, I guess. She pulled it out from beside her. She was holding the scythe and swung it around to slice the purple one, but was stopped by his staff. White lights flashed past her as Willow continued holding the other two back. Give up, old woman, the purple one whispered in Buffy's ear. I'm only 19. (laughs) Bro, that's so old. We're 14. The orange one piped up while trying to dodge Willow's attacks. Wait, are they children? Willow called. The horror of attacking children was evident in her voice, and she paused casting long enough for the blue one to tackle her his dual swords tearing her stomach open. In the blink of an eye, Spike and Angel were on him, their vampire faces at full throttle. (laughs) 
full throttle vampire face also a good band name? <laughs> Jeez, they'd be good drink names too. Oh yeah. Both fangs and dicks were out and ready to penetrate. That was in the same paragraph <laughs> as wait, are they children? Buffy was filled with rage at seeing her friend die such a brutal death. She pulled the scythe out of the staff and tackled the orange-green thing that had distracted her friend. Without thinking, Buffy had begun to bash his head with the blunt end of the weapon over and over again. She got lost in the rage and reveled in the cracking of the skull. Brains splattered her face, but she still didn't stop. Not until she felt a sharp metal object pierce her back. She looked down and saw the tip of the sigh poking out where her nipple should have been. I guess... I guess if you looked at it a certain way, it would have looked like a large metal nipple. You killed my brother, the red one said, deadpan. I'd hate to see you continue living. And with that, he pulled the sigh out of the one nipped Buffy's back. And she collapsed on top of the bludgeoned body, wheezing for air. The red one turned to his purple-wearing brother and nodded. Weapons and dicks out, they ran out the two vampires, currently attempting to gnaw through their brother's tough skin. Their dicks swung around as they began to pee. Slowly, the mud washed off the two vampires, and the smell of barbecue (laughs) filled the air. (laughs) Because they're they're burning. Fuck, I'm burning, Spike exclaimed before being staked with the wooden staff. I'd like to keep this rated E forever, on the purple one said, which was very ironic because his dick was out. Both of Buffy's past flames went up in flames, and the remaining turtles high-fived. Now we have enough money to pay Splinter's bail. The end. The end. That was Buffy Gets Wrecked by Elena. <laughs> she did get wrecked. She sure did. Right through the nip. Right through the nip. Did you like the past flames went up in flames? Very poetic. I thought so. See, I didn't know how to end it, so I did the Splinter's bail. I mean, mine was just... NBC. Yours is good though. Like no, yours, yours concluded it. Mine left more questions. Well, maybe if this one's popular, we'll come back and write a sequel. Oh, a chapter two, yeah. if you will. If we ever get another Buffy one and oh, Battle yeah. Royale, then what are the chances? Who knows? Or no, Buffy, because they're all dead. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. Buffy for me. Yeah. If you'd like to read either of our stories, they'll be update uploaded to AO3. Archive of our own, yes. Um, I'll put the links to them in the podcast notes. So yeah, that was our stories. Be prepared for that quality of writing every week if you decide to listen. Um, and feel free to write in. Yeah. We'd love to read your stories as well. So the reason we structured the podcast this way with choosing the... Next week's uh, fandoms ahead of time is so that you guys, if you feel so inspired, can write in and we'll actually read your stories on the podcast. So what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into random tandem fandoms again. And so we'll be picking the fandoms for next week. Okay, are we ready for the next random tandem fandoms? All right, let's jump into random tandem fandoms. So for next week... You will be listening to us read Criminal Minds and Bigfoot in a Corporal Punishment fic. Ooh, sounds like it's going to get a little bit kinky. So, Criminal Minds is 
a... Very long-running TV show. That's right. It looks like they've been on since 2005, which means season 13 is airing at the end of the month. Jesus. September 27th is when season 13 starts. So, Criminal Minds follows a group of FBI... Profilers, I guess? Yeah. They work for, I think it's the BAU, the Behavioral Analysis Unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, they get... They get real sickos. Yeah. They, and they get in their minds. Yep. They, they analyze the behaviors of serial killers, and they hunt them down and shoot them in the head. And it also deals with a lot of their personal lives as well. Of course. When a show goes on for 13 seasons, you're going to get to know the characters. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's true. Um, I think they've gone through some changes over the years. Like, some yep. characters have left and others have uh, come on. I'm pretty sure most of them stay the same. Yeah. I don't think that there's been a huge change. So Shamar Moore left. Yeah, he got his own spinoff that failed. He got a spinoff? Yeah, Is that failed. why he left? It failed, like, immediately. Oh, really? Um, and so, then... So, yeah, I guess we'll have to clarify what season... Yeah. Uh, ...we'll be pulling from, because the cast might be different. And then Bigfoot is Bigfoot. Yeah, he roams American forests. That's right. And leaves big footprints. He sure does. Um, and then Corporal Punishment... Uh, it's when people do bad things and you spank them, I think. So yes, corporal punishment is spanking, essentially. Yeah. Or other sorts of non-fatal... Yeah, it's other forms of punishing someone for doing something wrong in a slightly painful, but not... Deadly manner. Exactly. So, So like, spanking, caning, I don't know what else... What else is there? Waterboarding? That seems more like torture, oh. but, I mean, we'll... we'll Choking? S- we'll see what we can come up with next week. Light bondage. Now I'm just reading some of the tags that you have up on the screen. It's true. We're looking at fix that are uh, tagged with corporal punishment on Archive of Our Own, and yeah. a lot of them are... Sexy. Sexy. So... Look forward to that next week, and uh, if you feel like writing in, uh, please do. We'll read it on the podcast. Bigfoot turns out to be a sicko. The Criminal Minds gang tracks him down and spanks him. How, <laughs> how could you not tune in? How could you not? So, this has been the first episode of Unstable Universes. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, especially for mine. We hope you come back next week. Uh, I guess subscribe to the podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Oh yeah, we have a Twitter. We have a Twitter at unpodcast. So that's at U-N-U-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And if you feel like writing in, you can uh, send it to unstableuniverses at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, currently, um, I know you can find this on SoundCloud. 
You might be able to find it on iTunes uh, at some point, hopefully. We'll, and we'll... whatever else people listen to podcasts on. Yeah, we'll, we'll explore our options. But now we have to go to class. <laughs> I'm Alana Hopper. I'm Evan Rowell. And this has been Unstable Universes. Thanks for listening.